0: Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Friday, April 28th, 2023, and this is day 1864 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started started. Father, we glorify you and praise you and honor you. Thank you so much, my Lord, for loving us unconditionally and helping us to do the same with one another. Thank you for forgiving us, Lord, and, and and helping us to make sure we do the same with one another and not hold anger and bitterness towards each other, but be forgiving and loving and kind to one another. I thank you, my Lord, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. Before we start the message, which... I am so excited about, I'm going to give you a quick update on Transition Zone. I do that every Friday. At least I try to give you all an update. You, Many of you are supporters, and we're hoping that many more will become supporters and partner with us. So... A little bit about our schedule, we will be starting our uh, summer session June 5th through July 7th, which will be five days a week uh, from 12 to 4 p.m. each day, uh, five weeks. And then our second um, summer session will start July 24th through August 11th, which will be four weeks. And then we will also, in between, we will be doing our DIY Sisters on July 17th through July 21st, which is um, a five day. It's a five day week that we will be doing, and um, uh, five sessions. With uh, our goal is to serve a hundred girls. We were blessed with a grant to pay them a stipend for this training teaching them small household repairs uh, work and so that's the DIY part of it so we're really excited and if you're interested you know I'm gonna give you all my uh, email and also the website to reach out we will be doing our regular Sunday t-zone Sunday tours at Destiny Life Center Uh, if your church is interested in us coming please let us know but we're at De- my church Destiny life Center, where Pastor Cynthia Kivitt is our our amazing uh, leader and pastor there uh and she invited us to do this so we're we're very excited and and the, so that particular Sunday, the youth take over the whole service and uh we uh, present at zone session there where the families work together and activities that we do, even dance class or art class and We've got something real special this Sunday, really emped about that, but you got one of our parents who is an actress, and she's going to be teaching us some acting skills, which are very important in everything that we do, the discipline that comes along with that. There's a lot that can be learned from it. So that'll be uh, Sunday, April 30th, and then the last Sunday of every month. This fall, we're looking to be in uh, about three to five different schools. So if you're interested in us being at your school, working with uh, your youth, please reach out and let us know. So we've got a lot coming up. And then, of course, our Saturday sessions, uh, our last Saturday session will be May 6th and May 13th. And then we start those back up. October 7th. Lots of dates, (laughs) lots of fun things going on. I'm grateful to God for blessing us with Transition Zone to uh, provide these services for our youth, which is life skills, workforce skills, entrepreneurship development, peer mediation, uh, human and sex trafficking awareness, and then our new project, DIY Chicks, or actually DIY Sisters and DIY Bros we are grateful to you. Please reach out. Our website is tzonekc.org, or you can reach out to me anytime. Uh, Email me at uh, Jackie at tzonekc.org. And if you'd like to sign your uh, youth up, ages 10 to 18, for any of these sessions, our first session is uh, getting full, but we'll have that second session. So please reach out and let me know if you're interested. We would love to have your uh, youth with us. All right, let's get right down to the word. The word to the message today, you are so hot. <laughs> you are so hot. We're coming out of Revelation chapter 3, verses 14 through twenty. 2 revelation 3 verses 14 through 22 and this happened with um john uh and john the one that jesus loved that's how he would describe himself and uh he um was isolated or exiled on an island called patmos left there to die but god had other plans god um raised him up in the spirit and took him along to see what it was going to be like uh in the last days and he wrote the book of revelation through the power of the holy spirit now jesus is speaking here and he says to the angel of the church in laodicea write these are the words of the amen the faithful and true witness the ruler of God's creation. Jesus is speaking of himself. He says, I know your deeds, that you are neither cold nor hot. I wish you were either one or the other. So because you are lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I am about to spit you out of my mouth. He says, you say I am rich. I have acquired wealth and do not need a thing. Now, just a little bit about them. The church of Laodicea was the wealthiest of the seven churches. Uh, and, and Jesus had John write the letters to the seven churches. And And uh, let me tell you the names. And let me go back. <clears throat> I can tell you <clears throat> the names of the seven churches were Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamum, Thyatira, Sardis, Philadelphia, and Laodicea. This was the seventh church he was writing, having John to write to. Out of the seven churches, five of them had a rebuke, something that God wanted to make sure that they understood that they need to get right. The other two were doing what they needed to do. So Laodicea, uh, again, was the wealthiest of the seven cities, known for its banking industry, manufacture wool, and a medical school that produced eye salve. But the city had always had a problem with its water supply. At one time, an aqueduct was built to bring water to the city from hot springs. But by the time the water reached the city, it was neither hot nor refreshing cool, only lukewarm. The church had become as bland as the tepid water or tepid water that came into the city. So now we understand, he says, you say, I am rich, I have acquired wealth and do not need a thing. But you do not realize that you are wretched, pitiful, poor, blind, and naked. And even though they had eyes off, they themselves were blind. I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire so you can become rich and White clothes to wear so you can cover your shameful nakedness and salve to put on your eyes so you can see. Those whom I love, I rebuke and discipline. Remember that. When Jesus is disciplining us, it's because he loves us. When we discipline our children, sometimes we might feel bad about it, but we love them. When we correct someone in love, That is a beautiful thing. So be earnest and repent. Here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. To the one who is victorious, I will give the right to sit with me on my throne. Woo! Glory to God. I'm looking forward to that. Just as I was victorious and sat down with my father on his throne, whoever has ears, let them hear what the spirit says to the churches. You notice how Jesus compares us to himself. He said, just like I, (laughs) I was seated down uh, at the throne of my father. He sits on the right side of the father. Isn't that something? We too, like him. I mean, and I wonder how can I be compared to Jesus, right? You know, but he's telling us we will have everything that he has. He's given us the power to do uh, what he's given us to do here to accomplish whatever that purpose is. He's given it to us to do and to do it with excellence. Point number one. Have you ever been in a relationship that was on fire when you first met? My husband and I met when we were in the eighth grade. Yes, <laughs> the eighth grade. We married at 19 and we, it'll be 45 years for us in June, you know, and literally together though for 50 years. It, it's just, I, it seems like it was just yesterday. We were so in love that we would pass, he would pass his house to walk me home. Uh, going another three blocks to walk me home from school. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. People may not do that much anymore. Back then, we went to our neighborhood school, so we all knew each other. And he didn't live that far from me. He was in walking distance. We all walked. There were no buses that would take us anywhere. Uh, and I and I miss those days. I think that was a really pivotal thing that that changed. That that actually made our communities lukewarm. Mm. Glory to God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So we would literally sit on the phone for hours, saying nothing, (laughs) just listening to each other breathe. We got married, had three beautiful children. Uh, We got a beautiful, some beautiful grandchildren. Um, We got jobs. Uh, I started our uh, a business or more than one, <laughs> uh, I was like, oh, okay, after doing this one for eight years, let's do this and you know, so anyway, our children were in various activities and our relationship began to slowly suffer. It began to get lukewarm. Once we recognized it and it took some time listen i'm <laughs> I'm speeding things up a little bit here. And and it was a slow process. You know, we'd always hey honey, love you, kiss each other, move on. I'm going this direction, he's going that direction. Uh he's working late hours, you know, doing uh rehabbing houses and and contracting work after his regular job or you know, sometimes hanging out with friends. I'm I'm running the kids here and there, doing the business, then hanging out with my friends from time to time, and and so we we began to become distant and uh, still functioning, <laughs> still married, still loving one another, but not on fire like it was in the beginning. And once we recognized it, we realized that we had to get reacquainted with each other. We had grown up. We started off as children, really. And, um, you know, so we we had to start over, really. So the relationship, so, um, I'm sorry, so relationships can suffer when we get caught up in the things of life. It's important that we recognize it and immediately and do something about it you know, don't just think, oh, well, so what? All right, whatever. That's what Jesus was telling the church of Laodicea. He's saying, I'm rebuking and disciplining you because I love you. And I want you to do something about it, but it's your choice. Listen, lukewarm makes a disrupting, a disgusting drink. The church in Laodicea had become lukewarm and thus distasteful and repugnant. The believers didn't take a stand for anything. Indifference had led to idleness. By neglecting to do anything for Christ, the church had become hardened and self-satisfied. It was destroying itself. There is nothing more disgusting than a heart, half-hearted, in name only Christian who is self-sufficient. God wants us to lean on Him. He wants us to acknowledge Him when He wants us to trust Him to direct our path. Don't settle for following God halfway. Let Christ fire up your faith and get you into action. Don't fall into the trap of being content with wealth. Since Laodicea was a wealthy city and the church was also wealthy, but what the Laodiceans could see and buy had become more valuable to them than what is unseen and eternal. Wealth, luxury, and ease can make people feel confident, satisfied, and complacent. But no matter how much you possess or how much money you make, you have nothing if you don't have a vital relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It is important for us to stay focused. Yesterday, um, I went to the doctor with my husband, and uh, you know, we just kind of—it's been just an exciting journey here <laughs> during our time of empty nesters, and you know, going and running errands together. We didn't used to do that, but we—I uh, go to with him to his various doctor's appointments as I can, and uh, so his knee has been really a a thorn and rough. Uh, And he finally got in to see the doctor that had worked on him uh, about 18 years ago that did a knee replacement. And, you know, Mm -hmm. the doctor, I was really impressed at what he remembered and uh, some of the things that he was saying to us uh, and to my husband and even corrections in love. It was just so powerful. And that relationship was so important with the doctor. And uh, he was just welcoming and kind, but yet truthful and saying some things that need to be done and changed. And, you know, for my husband and um, it was amazing. I remember though, before we even went into the building, there was this man uh scaling the building, doing some work. I don't know what exactly if he was cleaning windows. I couldn't quite tell, but my husband saw him before he let go of the, you know, the the, the step or stepped off of the little landing he was on to began to scale the building. He stopped and he prayed. And my husband said that man just prayed. And I'm like, really? I said, how do you know he was praying? He said, I saw him put his hands together, like we do before we pray a lot of times. And he began to pray. Then he stepped off the ledge and had the rope, the harness. I'm like, look at God. And I'll never forget, years ago, we used to live over by um, IHOP, the International House of Prayer. And at that time, uh, and I don't know how it is now, but they would have... services. People would be there from all over the country 24 hours a day. Uh, and they, and I mean, we literally open 24 hours a day. And I remember getting up really early. I would go running or walking and running around my block. And I would even run around their, uh, their parking lot uh, at the IHOP. But I remember just being out on my little porch, little step thing. And there was this young man that was walking up the street praising God, y'all out loud, and, and speaking in tongues, and, and glorifying God as he walked past the, my house and different houses, and he was just on fire. And I caught on to that fire. <laughs> I thought, wow, look at that young man. Let me make sure that I stay on fire like that. What a great example he was, even for me. You know, we all need it. We all can slip off into that lukewarm state. And God wants us to stay hot and on fire for him. So listen, I got good news for you right now. If you're listening, that means it's not too late. If you feel, be honest with yourself. If you feel like, you know what? I'm not as hot as I was. I have slipped into this lukewarm state. God is saying, I love you so much that I'm giving you This day, to get back on fire for me, it might mean maybe you got hurt in the church and it's like, you don't even want to go to any church. But God is saying, there are churches out there that are doing my will. Go to them. Talk to your friends. Talk to people. Come to my church if you want. We're at Destiny Life Center directly across the street from the Chiefs Stadium. There are churches out there that are still doing the right thing. Or you might say, you know what? My, My spouse doesn't go, so I don't want to go. But I really want to go, but they don't go. Listen, God holds us each accountable for our own destiny. Uh, you even though you're married and you are one, it doesn't it doesn't apply to our walk with the Lord. If one doesn't want to go, keep praying for him, but you keep it moving and keep going and doing what God would have you to do. You might say, you know what? God has given me something to do what I know is God, but I'm a I'm fearful because. I don't feel like I have all that it takes to do it. God is saying, get out of that comfort zone and begin to do his work. Don't get complacent. Don't get to where you just kind of flow with the status quo. Oh, well, this is how it is. No, it's time to step out and get busy doing what God called you to do. All right. Now, if you don't know Jesus, that is the very first step. Romans 1 and Romans 9 and 10 says, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Glory be to God. You are hot. (laughs) I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor, and give you his peace in Jesus' name. Amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S-Ministries.org. Check out the messages and Please share them with others. And don't forget to check us out on tzonekc.org to learn more about what we're doing in the community. As I stated earlier, teaching our kids all these various life skills and workforce skills and entrepreneurship development and peer mediation skills, teaching them how to work out their differences themselves, right? Uh, And so... Please don't forget to check out the website, become a partner with us, donate. We need your donations and we appreciate you so much. Even, you know what, $10 a month, you can sign up for that. Whatever works for you. You might say, I can do $200 a month. Whatever you want to do, we are extremely grateful. And you will not be sorry. (laughs) All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day. Fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.